0: I want to say happy Father's Day to the Lord Jesus Christ. What a blessing of God. And I want to tell you something. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. What a blessing of the Lord. My dad's in heaven today. So is my, my heavenly father too, so it's a blessing. I got a sermon I love entitled, My Dad, Your Dad. When you say Abba Father, something starts to happen. Because you see, you get away from all the, um, I don't know, oh God, uh, can, I, can I touch God? When you say I have a father, that means daddy, daddy. Hey, dad, you ever thought about calling God Almighty dad? Think about that. Oh, call a friend, tell him to turn that television on. You're going to like this message. It's going to bless you because you do have a father. Watch, be blessed, take notes. Happy Father's Day. Paul writings in the church of Galatia. And I, I want to start reading, actually, well, I was going to start uh, to the media back there, to my guys. We, we were going to start reading with verse 4. Let's go up to verse 1 of Galatians chapter 4, verse 1, if you don't mind. I, I thought I'd, I'd read a little bit. Now, I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. But is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Underline that. Until the time appointed of the Father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. Think about that. Now, verse 4 is when it really starts getting thick. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to do what? To redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. Woo, look. Now watch it, verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, or Daddy, Daddy, or my dad, your dad. Now I want you to think about that for a minute. God changed the whole world right there through the teaching of the Apostle Paul to make people understand why Jesus came. In that passage of Scripture are two incarnations. I'm going to deal with that in just a minute, but I want you to put that in your mind. Two incarnations happen right there, and Paul is explaining that. So I want to go back to verse 4, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law. Now, that's the first incarnation. Jesus comes upon the scene. He does his job to redeem them that were under the law or under religion because they couldn't keep the law, they, that we might receive the adoptions of sons, so now he goes from servant, slave, to sons, which means you're in the family. Watch this. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son. Underline that. That's the second incarnation. He sent Jesus, the son. Then he sent the spirit of his son, which is the Holy Ghost. The comforter It's expedient that I go away. If I don't go, the Holy Ghost won't come. Another incarnation. Uh, uh, the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, "Abba, Father!" No one could say "Daddy, Daddy" to God Almighty until this happened. So I want to I want to get into this for a minute. Two incarnations happened there: Jesus and God in the flesh. First incarnation, Jesus; God in the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Second uh, uh, incarnation, first incarnation, Jesus leaves. Second incarnation, he never leaves. He lives within you. My peace, i never leave you or forsake you. They were stronger when the spirit of the Son of God came. I'm talking about the disciples and Christians than they were when it was just Jesus walking on the earth. Do you see? That's what Satan could not understand at all. That's why he says, if I'd have known, I would have never crucified him. But you know... Satan does a lot of dumb things. But he's very smart in natural things, in flesh things. But if you crucify your flesh daily instead of Sunday. See what I'm saying? Some of you didn't come today. I don't mean this to be rude. You know why you didn't crucify your flesh? You got used to laying in the house. When the Bible says, forsake not, the assemblies of forsaken. Do you know I could have slept longer? And if I wouldn't be preaching for Kathy for the last 14 weeks, I could have slept a lot longer. But I crucified my flesh. I thought I was going to wear, I thought about wearing a real, fine, I ain't seen me in a suit in a long time. I got some fine clothes. And I thought, I crucify that. And I'm just going to put on a sport coat and shirt. Hallelujah. Now look at Glenn. Don't he look like Miami Vice? Oh, talk to me. Stand up, Glenn. Let everybody see that clue. Go ahead. Hey! Man, look at my man. (laughs) Yeah. And look at Linda. He's my man. (laughs) Now watch this. I want to show you something. Write this down. When you say, I'm a father, what do you have? When you go, daddy, daddy, what happens? What happened when that first incarnation, second incarnation, because now you can call him dad. When you say, Abba, Father, you have, number one, a new nature. A new nature. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. A totally new nature. Number two, and I'll go over it again. A new name. You've been given the name above all names. That's Revelations 3, verse 12. You don't have to turn to it, but I'm just telling you. So, number one, a new nature, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. Number two, a new name. And I love that name. Revelations 3, verse 12. Not a name on you, a name in you, Christ in you. You see, when Jesus came, he didn't take on the nature of angels. He became the seed of Abraham. God, God. That was he became human. So you could become spirit. So, number one, a new nature. That's 1 Peter 1, verse 5. Number two, a new name, which is Revelations chapter 3, verse 12. Number three, a new inheritance. Ooh, I like that. Romans 8, verse 17. You have everything God has belongs to you. Lock, stock, and barrel, spiritually, physically, financially, all of it. That's a new inheritance. Lord Number four, a new relation. You couldn't call God Abba. Only Jesus did that. A new relation, that's Romans 8, verses 15 and 16. What does that mean? Hello, Father. Hello, Jesse. I got up this morning and said, Happy Father's Day, Father. He said, Thank you, Jesse. Literally said that. How could you do that? Couldn't do that under the law. Because I have a new relation. I'm in the family. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and Jesse. Put your name in there. That's, that's who you are. Who that's big. Number five, a new hope. Ooh, Lord. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. A new hope. My God! So, number one, a new nature. Number two, a new name. Number three, a new inheritance. Number four, a new relation. Number five, a new hope. Now I can go to all these scriptures. That's First Peter chapter one verse three. A new hope. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So my future's bright. In fact, I'm such a bright son, I gotta wear sunglasses sometimes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Think about that. That's five different things. Just because you could say Abba, Father. Yes, sir. Yeah. Abba's an Arabic word. Father is a Greek word. Daddy, Daddy. My God. Yes. Think about what angels think. I bet you they think this. Sure wish I could have that closeness. Yeah. See, some of y'all don't think that. You think, oh no, man, angels are God. They servants. Your sons and daughters. You in the family. Yeah. Your name. Can be uh, Jesse Duplantis Christ. When I married Kathy, I gave her my name. She became Mrs. Jesse Duplantis, but that didn't change her name. It changed. My name was added to her, so she could have everything I have. <laughs> Which I don't know if I'm excited about that or not. You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. But she also retained her name. If you want her legal name, it's Catherine Marie Carre Duplantis. She kept her Carre, Or then they got really kind of, they they got to going up off the body. They start saying Carre, they go -er." (laughs) Carre. Which means I had a little bit more. That's right. She said, don't you ever forget it. (laughs) One of the first things I did when I married Kathy, on a honeymoon night, I took my pants off. I said, put these on. She says, I can't wear that. And I said, Don't you ever forget it. Yeah. Come on, men, shout. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's Father's Day. I can say anything I want. Good, yes, Thank you, sir. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to die this afternoon, sir. I just thought <laughs> I'd tell you. Your wife said, What did he say? Wait, okay. So watch this. When you say, Abba, Father, Daddy, Daddy, my dad, your dad, you have a new nature. 1 Peter 1, verse 5, a new name, number 2, Revelations 3, verse 12, number 3, a new inheritance, Romans 8, verse 17, number 4, a new relation, Romans 8, verse 15 and 16, and number 5, a new hope, 1 Peter 1, verse 3. Now, why did he have two incarnations? Jesus, God in the flesh, God and the Spirit, write this down. A double incarnation took place. The first one, what it was it for? Let me show you. A double incarnation took place. The first one was sending forth his son, Jesus. The second one, I said it earlier, was sending forth the spirit of his son. In other words, physical son, spiritual son. You are a spirit housing a soul and clothing in a body. That's why the disciples and the Christians became a lot stronger after the Holy Ghost came. Because they carried God around in them. Think about that. Something happened in that second incarnation. It erased the first one. I'm going to deal with that in just a minute. That God doesn't live in heaven. He lives in you. Ooh, that's big. Let me say it again. So you can write. A double incarnation took place. The first one was sending forth his son, Jesus. The second one was sending forth the spirit of his son. Did you get that? Do you understand that? That is Galatians 4 through 6. It had to be when the fullness of time was come. He had to be born of a woman. He had to be born under the law. See? So he could do what you did, become human. God. Manifested in flesh. Talk about limitation on him. But yet through it all, the second incarnation made him back unlimited. Write this down. When you say, Abba, Father, aspiration swells up from the springs of inspiration. When you say "Abba Father," people ask, them, "But I say, why, why do you why, why don't you get discouraged?" Let me show you right this point now. When you say "Abba Father," my dad, your dad, aspiration swells up from the springs of inspiration. I am totally inspired. I've seen people when they first got saved, you can hardly keep them on the planet. They could walk on the water, walk on the air. It was hard to hold. Something happened. They lost the aspiration and their inspiration because they went back to the law and sense of feeling. All right, all right. When Christ in you, that aspiration swells up from the springs of inspiration. That doesn't mean I haven't had trouble in my life. Lord Jesus, have I had trouble. But it did not make any difference. My inspiration about him My aspiration for him is beyond anything Satan can do or try to do to me. Do you understand that? Do you see that? That's why I can say, Daddy, Daddy, that's why I make no excuse for my airplane. Because my daddy gave it to me. My Abba. Father, your dad, my dad, and you think I'm going to make an excuse for his gift? You think I'm going to make an excuse for being blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out? When he took his only begotten son, made him flesh, crucified, beat, slapped the pieces, sent back the Holy Ghost, and he said, declare to the world that you're the righteousness of God, that you are my son in whom I am well pleased. Ah, I'm going to have to get this CD myself. I will not make an excuse. No. Why? Because he's my dad. That's the closest the human race has ever got to the Father God. They all got close to Jesus. They all get close to the Holy Spirit. Now you're dealing with the Father who started this whole thing. That's why God, Jesus said, as a human, when you say, when you pray, say, our Father. And one of these disciples said, show us the Father. And he looked at him, when you see me, oh Lord. Yes, who you see the Father. Now that made the church world mad and it will still make them mad today his closeness yes, yes. to his father. Yes. It's called the mystery of the Trinity. People are still trying to figure it out. And when you can't figure it out, then you say it's no longer, it's not really real. Yet you three, yet you one. You have a spirit, house and a soul, clothing in the body because you are made in the image of God. That's Genesis chapter one, verse 26. Let us make man in our image, our likeness. Let them have dominion. So you see that. When you understand, let me say this point again. When you say, Abba, Father, my dad, your dad, aspiration swells up from the springs of inspiration. Something begins to happen, see? God said, I'm going to create a creator race like I've never did before. The father said that. They was having a board meeting. You've heard me say that before. But they're going to mess up. But I still love them. I need someone... To get them back. Jesus said, Father, I'll do it. The Father said, you did." dead. Jesus was a lamb slain before the foundation of it. That's when he died right there. The cross 2,000 years ago was just his physical death, the body. See, do you see what I'm saying? So we could come back in, adopt it. The Jews, and I love the Jewish people, but they wouldn't let us in. They were God's chosen. Yet, God gives a hint through the angels that at Jesus' birth, the first incarnation, that he would be a savior to all people. That he would declare women free. You never put down women like men do. Shout, ladies. I just set you free right there. He didn't look at you as a second-class citizen. What made Jesus, Jesus? I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just got to say it. Personality. You want to drive a doctrine home? You want to drive an organization home? What makes a doctrine, a doctrine, or an organization, an organization? The founder of it. The personality. Because that's who you are. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me stop here for a minute. Let's go to this next statement. Abba speaks communication of life. Or daddy speaks communication of life and reciprocity of love. Abba father, daddy, daddy speaks communication of life and reciprocity of love. In other words, you family come boldly to the throne of grace. Watch this, with your petitions and supplications. Watch this, with thanksgiving. In other words, say thank you before you ask me because I'm going to do it. Why? Because I'm your dad. That's communication. This is beyond religiosity. This is walking boldly to the throne. And religion standing outside saying, who do you think you are? Family. I want you to think about that, ladies and gentlemen. You and I are family. You know that old song, we are family. And guess what kind of family we are? We're God's family. Look, no matter what's going on in your life today, when you say, Abba, Father, you have a new nature, a new name. A new inheritance, a new relationship, and a new hope. How? Because of Jesus. Because Jesus came, died, resurrected, and ascended, guess what? He brought us so close to God that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Think about that. We're the only species God's ever created that can sit down in his presence. That's powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Angels got to stand in at attention. But not you, because you family. Listen, as Christians, you and I have a gospel of personality. We really do. Think about it. Think about the force of that. What is that force? It's the person of Jesus Christ himself, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's how I activate my faith every day. When I pray, God is right there, not some of the time, but all the time. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. My peace I give unto you. Enter into the rest. So many wonderful things. That's more than religion. You understand what I'm saying? I believe God the Father has touched you today. And if you hadn't been touched, I want you to listen to my prayer right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every individual that's watching right now. I know many of them have already been touched. But, Lord, they got those that. I need a father, and I never had a biological father. I mean, you know, I never met him. I don't know who he is, whatever. But, Lord, save them and help them and bless them and let them know they have a dad that truly loves them. In Jesus' name we pray. I had to pray for you right there. Why? Because, you see, you do have a father. You know, I remember I talked to several people that have been orphans, and I said, really, uh, you know, I know those things happen all the time, but if you know Jesus Christ, and you accept him. I mean, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost becomes one inside of you. That's a miracle of the Lord. Now, that's personality. That's what Jesus did for us. No, and you know, he ain't a religious leader. So many people say, no, no, he is the Son of the living God. You can say, I don't believe that. That don't change it. You don't have to believe it. That's still the truth, brother. You get around God, there's going to be a warmness and an understanding of who God really is. Instead of some far off entity that's mad at you and might kill you at the drop of of a hat or whatever. No, God is love. Think about that. Yes, he has the judgment side. Yes, he does. But if you obey him, you never see it. Isn't that good? Oh, Lord, I'm starting to preach to myself here. I want you to stay right there. I'll be back in just a minute to speak another word to you. Watch this and be blessed. The show's not over. I'll be back in a moment. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jesse the Plans. I got a new DVD. I still like DVDs. They're blessing. It's called the Secret Place. Jesus said when you enter into your closet, you know you need to have that one-on-one thing with God Almighty. Why? Because cares of this world will try to absorb you. You don't need to be absorbed. Let Christ in you get this today. How do you do it? By going to jdm.org. All the art information is there. Get it today. A vision always starts with a dream. Do you see yours? Break free from the boundaries of natural thinking and ignite your vision. Your vision isn't where you are, it's where you're going. Faith and divine direction can bring it to completion. Your vision is calling you. Make your vision a living reality. Jesse Duplantis's 2021 Visionary Conference, July 15th and 16th. I am so excited about this year's Visionary Conference. You know, God told me to to put this Visionary Conference on, and I want you to make plans for you to be there. So many people have come that said, I've never been to meetings like this. Why? Because it's not talking about me. It's talking about the vision God has given the human race, and all we got to do is perform it, and it's not hard. It's Thursday, July the 15th at 7 p.m., and Friday, July the 16th at 10 a.m., and also at 7 p.m. right here, at JDM International Headquarters in Destrahan, Louisiana. That's a suburb of New Orleans. As always, admission is free. That's so true. Isn't that a blessing to God? This visionary compass is going to bless you. Oh, Lord. I'm going to show you how to live ahead of the curve. Then I'm going to show you how to hit a curve. Oh, Lord Jesus. How would you like to be debt-free like that? Can that happen? It certainly can happen to me. Why can't it happen to you? Say, but you got to have a vision for it. You got to be prepared, buddy. Oh, yeah. You got to be prepared for this vision. Oh, I'm starting to tell you something I'm going to preach here. Hallelujah. I don't want to give you too much. You got to come. I'm telling you, people are bringing staffs. I'm talking about corporations, companies, as well as ministers and churches. It's going to be a blessing. And you know what makes this all possible? Those wonderful partners. You, partner who helped me. If you're not a partner, you pray about becoming one. The anointing of increase is on my life. It is on me, ladies and gentlemen. Everything I touch just prospers. It just does. Glory to God. And I want it to come upon you. Partners, I can't thank you enough. We reach people. We change lives one soul at a time. That's it. That's what we do. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. That's pretty good, isn't it? (laughs) We've been debt-free since 1982. It's just such a blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're blessed in the city, in the field, going in and going out. Oh, it's so wonderful. And partners, each and every one of you are going to be exactly the same. Me and Kathy pray for you daily a 30, a 60, and a 100 fold return. You're going to get it. I'm not giving up till you do get it. <laughs> I'm starting to preach here. For your June partnership, you get my message fragments. Waste not, you'll want not, your riches are in your fragments. This message is going to teach you how to reap blessings that you may not even see right in front of you. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. That's jdm.org. That's our website. Man, go around there. Look around. They got some great things on there. You'll be blessed by it. Once again, partners, I thank you for what you do. I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. And guess what? Whoo! the blessing of God comes on us. That's what it's all about. Until next week, I thank you for tuning in. Watch us on our social media platforms as well as our broadcast television because, buddy, we are busy, busy people. I love you. I appreciate you. Our prayer is coming to you today. God bless. You can broadcast the wonderful works of God right where you are. Mark your calendars for Kathy Duplantis' 2021 Glorious Conference. Join us October 1st and 2nd. Visit JDM.org for more information. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I Never Learned to Doubt, now available at JDM.org. In the June issue of Voice of the Covenant magazine, Jesse shares goals, manifestations, and surprises from God. Kathy shows you how to get excited about your future. You will be encouraged with Glorious Moments praise reports, view our TV and meeting schedule, and much more. Voice of the Covenant magazine, available in your mailbox and interactive at jdm.org. Get your copy today. When you're willing to take time to see the sight and get beyond intellect and deal with the spirit of who you are, you're going to see some great things. And you're right in the midst of all of it. Because you see, God never ever thinks, never stops thinking of us.